Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here with another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. The title of today's message is Win Them to Yourself First. Win Them to Yourself First. There's a fascinating verse in 1 Peter 3, wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands, that even if they do not obey the word, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives. I want to focus on this. They may be won by the conduct uh, of their wives. Hey, before I get into uh, today's teaching, I want to share one of my favorite stories. My grandson, Caden, who's now 16, when he was about three, we were in a park in Redding and and with his parents and sister and my wife, Wendy, and me. And it was getting late. It was one of those parks where you, they lock the gate at dusk when it gets dark. And so it was getting late. We knew we needed to leave, but Caden was slow. And (laughs) I, I was going to motivate Caden. And so I I said, hey, Caden, let's race. So he's behind me. Everybody else is by the car. I said, hey, Caden, let's race. And and no movement. Then then I said, Caden, now this is brilliant. Listen to what I said. I said, Caden, I'm winning. (laughs) And without moving at all, Caden said, I'm winning too. I'm winning too. Why don't you just say that out loud? I'm winning too. Now, Caden, you know, I thought, man, he's in last place, but he thinks he's a winner. He thinks he's a winner. By the way, success is not a goal to be obtained, attained. It's a state of being. We get successful on the inside first before we get successful on the outside, or at least the ability to uh, continue that success. But Caden said, I'm winning too, because he wasn't in the same race as his grandpa. He was in the race of what three-year-olds do. <laughs> he, uh, rock, bird. And some of us think we're losers because we don't know what race we're in. We don't know what race we're in. We think we're in the race of, uh, of being the most beautiful or handsome. We think we're in the race of having the most money. We think we're in the race of having the most followers on social media. We, we think we're in the race of having the coolest possessions. We're in the race of having the most education, the best job, whatever. I believe this as we're entering into 2023, that you are in a season right now where there's going to be clarity on what the race is that you're in. Because when we figure that out, that breaks off that losing culture off of our lives. Hey, but that's not the message today. This message, again, 1 Peter 3, 1, they, talking about unbelieving husbands, may be won by the conduct of their wives. They may, they may be won. Win them to yourself first. Now, before I get into this, and I'm going to be talking today about the priority of living in such a way that people will actually want to listen to what you have to say. We all want influence. 
We all want our words that we say to have impact upon lives. This this verse talks about a very specific area of a, a wife with an unbelieving husband. Win them, win him to yourself first, and then to your words is what it says here. And but this can be applied in so many different areas. It can be applied from a husband to a wife, parents to children, uh, employees to uh, an employer or boss. It can happen with church leadership or in school. And so before I get into this, let me just say what I'm not saying. Uh, you know, in, in school, there used to be people who were called the teacher's pet. Now, I believe some of the teacher's pets were teacher's pets because they actually applied the principle we're talking to today. But some, we've seen negative examples of people who are kind and nice to people that they want to get something from, but they're rude and uh, non-caring about people who don't who can't apparently or seemingly do something for them. Now, by the way, if that's what we're doing and we're, we're selectively honoring, selectively uh, nice, selectively generous and serving just so we can get something, that's a character problem. And in the long run, what that's going to do is that's going to work against even what I'm saying here. So I wanted that out. This thing is uh, across the board. This thing is, uh, I am a, a 1 Corinthians 13 person of love. Uh, I'm not just looking for who can give me something for me to behave at a high level with. All right, got that out. <laughs> now, but it is a powerful principle to win people to ourselves, to earn the right to be heard. Now, one of the books I've written is, is called The Culture of Empowerment. And it's, it's about how to champion people. I wrote it with my brother, <clears throat> Phil Backlund, and Melissa Amato, who's now Melissa DeMont. And it's a, um, it's a strong book on leadership. It's my strongest book on leadership and how to influence. It takes Bill Johnson's quote that Bill Johnson, senior leader here at Bethel Church, he says, my goal is not to build a big church, but to build big people. Let me say that again. My goal is not to build a big church, but to build big people. And you can take that principle and apply it in so many ways and uh, just in relationship, empowerment is not a, a leadership style, a management style. It's a lifestyle. My brother Phil and I, we've got a course on the Igniting Hope Academy platform called The Culture of Empowerment. And we did a, a revised version of this book, The Culture of Empowerment, business and organizational version. And that's really what we used the course. We used the revised book which we took a lot of the Christianese and <clears throat> biblical references and seeking to 
uh, reach a, a different type of person. But regardless of whether we're a person of faith or, or not, the principles of that book are, are powerful. They're powerful. And one of the chapters that I have uh, in the book, The Culture of Empowerment, uh, is increasing the likelihood of being empowered. And so the principle of what we're saying today about winning people to ourselves is really, this is, this is favor. This is what, how do we increase favor on our life? It says in Luke 2.52, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. So Jesus himself increased in favor. By the way, I believe this is a year of increase of favor for you with God and people, with God and people. Now, favor is basically a quality, a supernatural force on our lives that is going to draw people's hearts to us, that's going to cause people to like us, to value us, to esteem us. It's a, it's a spiritual force. And certainly as we become more secure in ourselves and we uh, aren't trying so hard to get people to like us and uh, not seeing certain people as our exclusive sources for blessing and open doors, and, and we are, are being successful on the inside, and we're winning too, uh, like, like Caden, uh, surely <clears throat> then that's going to increase in, that's going to increase our favor. Now, so in the book, I, I, I list a few things about how to increase your favor and in the context of what we're talking about today of how to increase the likelihood of winning people to yourself so people will want to hear you. Now, I want to just say this right here. All of us want to be heard at a higher level. All of us want to be honored higher than we we are. All of us want greater influence. And so these are keys to help us do it. Well, number one is believe you're in the right place. If you're going to win people to yourself, you need to believe that you're in the right place, you're in the right relationships. Because if you're not, then the negatives that, because every environment, every situation, every family has negatives, that that doubt and double-mindedness is going to work against you. Overcome disappointment. Every relationship the, the pattern of really most all relationships is this excitement, disappointment, and then either disconnection or growth or, or, or connection. And so as we begin to understand that, because if we don't process disappointment in relationships well, then we are going to withdraw our hearts and there's going to be static in the spirit realm. The spirit, there's just a spiritual dynamic that's going to limit favor. Build trust. Build trust. Follow through on what you say. 
you're going to do. Apologize when you do something wrong. Be, be consistent. Build trust. Um, buy into the vision of your leader. Now, this, is, um, th- uh, this won't apply in every situation, but if you're in an organization, if you're in a business, if you're in a church, buy into that vision. You say, well, what if I don't like that vision? Well, are you supposed to be there? Yes, I'm supposed to be there. Well, then you need to support that and not be just a negativist. Be faithful in small things. No things are not always going to be fair. These are lists that, uh, this is part of a list in Culture of Empowerment. Um, Be good at asking questions. Be a great question asker. How can I be a strength to you? What are the dreams in your life that I can be praying about and help you reach? What are you excited about right now? Be teachable. Be an asset. You know, win them to yourself. Well, be an asset. Solve problems. Get into the game. If it's an, if it's an individual relationship, be an asset to that person. Help them. Understand them. Seek first to understand before you seek to be understood. Learn how to communicate effectively. And, and really, you know, just we, we take the context of, of, and the list goes on. And, you know, we take the context of, of 1 Peter 3.1 with wives with unbelieving husbands first, Win them to yourself first, and then to your words. We take that principle there at the beginning of 1 Peter 3, and in the context of our witness and people in our families and neighborhoods and others who know us and workplace, who know us, well, and we want to win them to the Lord. Well, Part of that is just living a life that they would want to have. If we're grumbling, if we're negative, if we're always overwhelmed. And again, I'm not saying any of this for condemnation. Sometimes we, we, we all get overwhelmed in, in situations. But, but I want to live in such a way that unsaved family members say, I want what you have. I want to enjoy life. I want to, enjoy, I want to live the abundant life. I don't want to just be always against things in my faith. All right, let me just uh, close with, we have a list of empowerment busters in the book. And so this would be things that would cause you not to win people to yourself. Not following through, having an entitlement attitude where you just believe you're entitled to special privileges. Uh, being a reactive instead of proactive in communication, gossiping and grumbling, lying, stealing, performing for approval. That goes back to trying too hard to have people like us. Moodiness, being self-centered, making social media messes. Oh my, the list could go on. Well, what a, what a fun time it is to 
to just be with you. By the way, we're simulcasting this podcast on our YouTube channel, Igniting Hope YouTube. And if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, why don't you check out our Igniting Hope YouTube channel and you can watch me do these live. Well, it's not going to be live, but you can watch me do the podcast. And so I just speak into your life today and, and, and I say this, that there's grace on your life to win people to yourself and then your words like never before. And again, you're not the selectively honoring and generous one, but you have a lifestyle of care and concern for people. And you're not just behaving in such a way to get something, but you've got a foundation of healthy soul prosperity. You're winning on the inside. You're increasingly winning on the inside. And then you realize, all right, I'm going to evaluate my relationships. I'm going to ask myself this question. Is there any reason why they would not want to listen to me? And that's a great question. Is there any reason why they would not want to listen to me? And then ask the Lord to help you with that. Often it's our own belief systems. We don't believe people will listen to us. Well, that's a reason. So we, we work, work on our identity. We make declarations. I'm a person of favor. I'm growing in favor with God and man, God and people. It's increasing. People want to hear me. My voice is important. People are increasingly trusting my perspective. And you may have people in your life, keep people who don't respect you like you want them. We, we all do. But just keep moving forward. I like to stay this, stay this. I like to say this, stay on the ship. Paul in Acts 28 got on a ship. He was a prisoner. Acts 27, actually. And he said, hey, I don't think we should leave. There's a storm coming, but the captain didn't listen to him. But he lived in such a way as a prisoner that he won people to himself so that later on he became the greatest voice on that ship with over about two to 300 people on it. For some of you, the word you need to hear is stay on the ship. Stay on the ship. Because your voice is going to be heard. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. And if you like what you hear, why don't you tell somebody else about these podcasts and send it to them. And if you're not signed up for our newsletter, you can go to ignitinghope.com and we'd love for you to do that. I send out a weekly blog that's usually connected to the podcast that I share. And on Thursdays, we send out info on resources, products, books that we have. And we're also on Igniting Hope Instagram. And we're going to soon be on Igniting Hope or Steve Backland. LinkedIn. We're, we're going to up our presence there. Hey, we just started Wendy's Academy of the Unseen Realm. And 
It's not too late. I'm recording this in the first week of January. It's not too late right now to be able to jump on board with that. And I'm also, we're, we started we started 40 Days of Joy. That's also on Igniting Hope Academy. Hey, thanks so much for listening or watching this podcast. Steve Backlin here. We are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And a perspective of hope is the fruit of good beliefs. Increasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our mind with truth instead of lies. Decreasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our mind with lies instead of truth. I believe after love, hope is the most powerful leadership, influential quality there is. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The merry heart is good like medicine. Those who want longevity and increased health, one of the keys is joy and a merry heart and valuing laughter. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't need strength at the end of the battle. I need strength in the middle of the battle. I used to say, well, I'll be joyful when all my uncertainties are over, when all my personal weaknesses are done, when I'm only hearing good news in the media, not having any disappointments in relationships. Then yeah, I'll be joyful. <laughs> Let's laugh at that. If I'm not joyful now, the chances of me being joyful then are slim. So I need joy now, but pretty much you're... You, Kind of like me, wow, today, you know, it's not a good day on one level to be radically joyful. But I've really found this, it's hardly ever a good day to be radically joyful. So let's stir up joy with thanksgiving, with rejoicing in the Lord, by focusing on his nature, his promises, by delighting ourselves in him, and he will give us the desires of our heart. And remember, the, the delighter's mantra is this, woohoo! Lord, this is so exciting. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in this situation in my life. I can't wait. That's the, del that's the delighter. Okay, before I close, I've been doing this five seconds of prayer for Igniting Hope Ministries, for Wendy and me. You guys have been so, so powerful. We're feeling your prayers. <laughs> and I do this to model the importance of attaching faith to little things that we do. Despise not the day of small beginnings. Despise not the day of the little things because when we attach great faith to small things, they become great. And so could you pray? Take five seconds right now and pray for Igniting Hope. And you can pray for those in the Academy of the Unseen Realm, those right now doing the 40 Days of Joy. You can pray for our upcoming two-day online marriage conference, marriage seminar on February 10th and 11th that's going to be powerful. That might be something that you would want to be a part of. And let's just pray, too, that people this year will have hope. But that's a lot in five seconds. Take one of those or pray for our team. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 is a key chapter this year. Isaiah 35 is a key chapter this year. Hebrews 4 as well. 
Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. Steve Backlin here, looking forward to being with you again on another one of our podcasts. Thank you. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.